When you go to Texas State, there's never a shortage of things to do. From engineering and opera to esports and fencing, we have it all and more. Listen to our new podcast, Try at Texas State, to learn more with me, Giselle, about the kind of organizations and programs that make Texas State so special, and to take a deep dive into niche subjects that find its way into our everyday lives. Listen on Apple Music or Spotify, and episodes release every other Wednesday. Hi, everybody. My name's Giselle, and I'm the digital marketing strategist here at Texas State University. You're listening to Office Hours, and today we're talking to Eddie Sanchez, and I'm here with my intern, Sam. Sam, how's it going? It's going all right. Yeah? It's going how, good. Yeah, awesome. So how was that conversation with you and Eddie? I know you guys know each other, but you got to learn some things that you didn't know about him, so. I did. He's really went in depth to like his career and his journey, and it was really remarkable. It was really cool stuff that he um, told me, but very exciting. Cool. So what was like your biggest takeaway? When he went into like how he was like rapping like at three or four, it was just like a really cool, you know, path that yeah. um, he took. Definitely. It's definitely very unique for sure. So yeah, we hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Sam and Eddie. Eddie, we're no strangers, but for the people who don't know you, can you please introduce yourself, your name, and what you teach here at Texas State University? So thank you for having me, Sam. My name is Eddie Sanchez, and I'm a team member of the Division of Marketing and Communications, and I also teach US 1100 courses here at Texas State University. All right, interesting, interesting. You know, we always got to do an icebreaker. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Oh, man, that's a very good question. You know, I've, I've thought about this a little bit before. I don't even know what his name is. Wilder Valderrama? Wilmer Valderrama. Wilmer Valderrama, yeah. I think he could play me well. And, you know, I think we have yeah. some similarity. You know, I think we look somewhat somewhat similar. He's yeah. not super big. You know, I'm not yeah. a big guy. I think, yeah. I think, you know, he does yeah. have a mustache. I can't grow a mustache. So it's okay. It's okay. That's cool. I do, that's a good one. That's a deep cut. <laughs> I have like, I haven't heard of his name before, in a while. Me, I have thought about this for like, Okay. Look wow. Like. All right. So you teach here. You teach US 1100. But... I want to start at the beginning of your journey. What was your first job? Like, I want to know how your journey started as, you know, just working. So the very first actual job that I had was at Kmart. It was in college. I was 17 years old um, and I was working as a cashier. I kind of had jobs like that throughout my college life. Worked at a lot of different stores. Worked on building houses for a summer. A lot of outside work. Worked at HEB, pushing carts and bagging groceries. So I had the chance to kind of go through that little roller coaster of, of those types of jobs, you know, were, were kind of minimum wage. They're a little bit more hands-on, but I mean, honestly, some of those experiences that I had there, I look back at them with a certain fondness just because it's like, okay, I, I can appreciate now where I'm at. So my first professional job was uh, working at Sylvan Learning Center down in the Rio Grande Valley. And that's really what got me interested in, in education and working in education. But I was a project manager there for about seven, eight years, and uh, th- my responsibilities were wide and varied. I want to know, so what college did you go to? The school that I went to at the time was called University of Texas Pan American, so it was UTPA, but it's transitioned to UTRGV, so now it's UT Rio Grande Valley. I got my undergraduate and both my graduate degree there, and I studied English with a minor in history, that was my undergraduate, and then uh, I went back a couple of years afterwards, maybe about like four or five years after I had first graduated and I worked on my graduate degree and that was in in like literary studies. So the college experience, what would you really label it as? I I got married very early. Uh, I was in college when I got married. I had my first child when I was in college. I was 20, I think, 21, something like that. A lot of 
my college career was basically working, going to school, and being a dad. So I didn't really get the opportunity to experience the extracurricular stuff. You know, I, I just didn't really have time for all that. But at the same time, I mean, it was a good experience in that I got to meet people that are still my friends to this day. Talking with the faculty members, my teachers at the time, my professors at the time, a lot of them were very willing to help me and, and you know, they kind of understood my situation and, and they helped to guide me through that. It wasn't the traditional path, but I mean, I, I got it done and I went back and got my graduate degree as a dad. You went back for, you said, literary studies. I mean, I know you've been a writer for a while, you know, that's your thing. Why did you want to become a writer? The reason I got into writing was because I, I've loved hip hop since I've been a baby. I, I, I have a tape, I think, of where I'm about three or four, I'm rapping along to. There's a song called La Mentirosa from Melo Manese. For whatever reason, I was just always drawn to the words of the rappers. I think I wanted to be like the rappers, essentially, right? I wanted to, to write, I wanted to write rhymes. So I started off with writing rhymes and then little by little I would kind of start writing poetry and then my brothers saw that I kind of had a little bit of a skill so they would ask me to help them with their homework and <laughs> people at school would ask me to help them with their writing so it was just little by little I just kept going at it kept going at it and it became this thing what it is now. Wow that's so awesome. You teach university seminar here at Texas State. When you were in college, as you just said, did you think that you were going to be a professor? In all honesty, no, I didn't. But when I got out of college, uh, I remember at the interview that I was having, the interviewer, she was like, well, where do you see yourself? And I think she must have said like five or 10 years. And I was like, you know what? I'd like to go back and try to get my graduate degree and potentially, you know, teach at a college or university. You know, my mind was I'll teach at a college, you know, community college. I mean, you, you when you first started teaching US 1100, what's something that you, you know, had to learn, you know, or is, is there some things that you just had to pick up. I'll be honest and say it's still a learning process, right? It's just like trying to learn as much as I can and, and so that way I can be a better teacher every time I show up to class. You're teaching freshmen exclusively. I mean, is there anything that you've learned from, you know, teaching, I mean, a more younger crowd of the uh, university? I learned that that they think Post Malone is the GOAT. Oh my God, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that would have yeah. sent me insane. That would have, that, that, oh my God. That hurt me deeply when I heard yeah. that, you know. Yeah, you probably hear so many like takes that are so like out of line. Yeah, like, well, like I said, just... I mean, I always, I always have my little introductory class and the first thing is like, look guys, I love hip hop, so y'all ever wanna talk about hip hop, you know? Yeah, but don't slander. Further along in the in the in the semester, I always ask like, "Who do you guys like?" You know, and yeah. sometimes they'll throw out some names, and I'll be like, mm, "I don't know about that person." You know, but <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's something that I learned. Uh, that some of the students think Post Malone's go, but no, honestly, um, that was this was something I, I was touching on earlier. That there's a commonality amongst all students. You know, even though they might not see it, even though they might not realize it, even though they come from different parts of the state of the nation, different neighborhoods, you know, different cultural backgrounds. There's something that we can always all relate to you know even me being a little bit older than them there's still experiences that I've had that I know that I can relate to them in you know and, and I that's something that I see you know it's something that I've, I've learned and it's something that I see is there anything that when you first started or I mean even now is just things that you know kind of get you nervous you know is anything that you know you're still a little af not afraid of but just more as a professor you know teaching these students and oh yeah man the students just make me nervous in general because they're always so everyone always seems so cool and laid back you know what I mean and I'm here trying to trying to make sure that I'm giving them the right information that they need the right guidance uh, while also being not gonna say entertaining but engaging enough that they want to come to class and that they want to you know 
learn from what learn from me so it's kind of scary every class period i'm always a little nervous you know and it's kind of like a big game it's kind of like a big you know yeah you know it's kind of like you know you're about to to play in the championship game every every Tip Every off. class, yeah, it's like tip off. You got the little bit of butterflies, and then first quarter, yeah, second quarter, and warm up, <laughs> half and then, time. Yeah, and then by the time you know it, the class is over, and you're like, oh man, I didn't even, you know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was getting, I was just getting warmed up. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's a. Uh, yeah, we managed to get a sports reference in there somehow. <laughs> we somehow did. We told ourselves we weren't going to do that. Yeah, so it's it's a little nerve-wracking, but it's always a lot of fun. Yeah. We talk about your teaching career or just your career in general. There's a lot of moments that stick out. Is there ever something that I think you've you've been most proud about, you know, something or just something you hold up a little higher than the others? I've had a chance to have some of my co-workers come in and talk to students about their experiences. Yeah. These are co-workers who are alums as well. So they come in and they talk about their experience to the students and the students actually get like super engaged with that. You know, this last time I think we had a couple of students that stayed back and were talking to the presenters. Like I said, it's, it wasn't a thing of for me or about me, something that I was proud of. It was just, it was really great, just really cool to see that the students were learning from, you know, from the presenters and that, again, that they realize that there are people out there who have gone through the same things that they're going through and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It's just kind of building that hope. Look at these people. They've done it. You can do it too. And so it's cool just to see the students get engaged with that. And that I th like, if I'm going to have a proud moment, I'd say, like, that's always really cool to see, like, even though I really have nothing to do with that, <laughs> besides bringing in the presenters, you know. But. I feel like you're doing your job. You know, that's that's what you're there for. You just to help these people, you know, like, hey, this is yeah, what you can do, you know? Awesome. That's awesome. Let's go back in time. Not too long. What would a college Eddie not believe about your life today? I wrote out a script for a commercial that Texas State University filmed, and it played on ESPN, right? So I was like, this is so dope. So I, I recorded it, and I sent it to all my friends, and all my friends are like, this is the dopest thing in the world. Like, wow. you, you know, you've done something. You've done something. You know what I mean? And I've had uh, some opportunities, especially here at the university, to, to create to create writing that has been, you know, I got pieces that were published in Texas Monthly, even though, you know, I've had some of my writing make its way into broader media. And so it's hard for me to sit back and say like, yeah, at 20, I knew I was gonna be doing that. I don't wanna be overly confident, you know, arrogant. I mean, definitely have that belief in yourself. Yeah. But it's hard for me to sit here and say like, yeah, I saw all this, because the truth of the matter is like, all I knew was I want to be a writer, continuing on. Hopefully, I continue to reach more of the goals and milestones that I want to reach in life. And finally, I have, I have one question. I am a junior in college. You, you know, you explain like all this experience that you have and all these things that you've done. Do you have any advice for me? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think for you specifically, because I know that you're interested in getting in the creative fields, always make sure that. You, you know, you're, you're working on the creativity, on that creativity, because if you're not, if you're not working on a project, if you're not working on ideas, somebody else is, right? Somebody else is, is, is grinding that out. And that's, that's a part of the scary thing of the creative industry and it's a part of the beautiful thing, right? Because if you put in that work, a lot of times it will come through, but also you have to put in that work, you know, and whatever it is that you're trying to do if you, with your career, especially now that you're still young, start putting in that time, start putting in that effort. Because everything takes time. It's taken me a lifetime to get to where I'm at right now to be able to say, oh yeah, I, I get paid to write. It's taken me all my life, literally, to get to this point. And so you never know how long it will take you, but if you're putting in that effort, you're putting in that time, 
you'll get that opportunity to shine. You just need to make sure that you prepared for that moment. So I would say for sure, just just keep grinding away at it and figuring out different ways to express yourself and to, to build your creativity and, and just yeah try to be the best Sam that you can be. We will do. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Eddie, for joining me today. Uh, thank you for having me, man. It was a blast just having a chance to talk with you and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> laugh plenty. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to Office Hours. My name is Sam, and we'll see you next time.